when you're sending out really, really important information, you need to send that out in 11 different forms. Seriously. Yes, that's which is so many. It is so many. And that's crazy to think, but it's because people consume information in so many different ways. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Do Marketing Differently podcast presented by Go Rogue X. This is the podcast dedicated to marketers who want to serve first and stand out from the crowd. So make sure that you subscribe because every single week we're going to bring you all kinds of cool tips and tools and everything that you would need to make sure that you're building your brand the right way and doing it differently, right Lauren? Right. That's my awesome co-host, Lauren Lewis. What's up, Lauren? What's up, Ryan? Hey, you're telling me. I need we we had a very long pre-recorded we did. We did, <laughs> about me bringing the excitement. It is definitely. I think I think I'm tired of quarantining. We're we're trying to social distance here. We're yeah. actually in the studio, but we're social distancing. Man, I'm just. I think I'm. Just, it's just wearing on me a little bit. You I'm know? ready to be done. Yeah. So and it doesn't look like it's anywhere in sight, but that's okay. <laughs> We appreciate all of our healthcare workers out there who are actually doing the heavy lifting and the hard work while we are complaining. So anyway, uh, but today, that's not why you guys came here. Today, you came to learn about, you know, should your business start a podcast? Yes. Should it, Lauren? I, don't answer that. We're going to answer it in the <laughs> in the. Uh, in the uh, the topic today, but uh, yeah, we hope that we're going to bring you lots and lots of value. Um, but yeah, expand a little bit on that, Lauren. Tee him up just just get, just to give him a little give tease. Him like a taste. Yeah, just a little taste. Well, I think a good thing is that podcasts have almost doubled in their listeners in the past two years, which is pretty crazy. It's insane, yeah. Um, and it's going from where people didn't know what a podcast was to almost your average American <clears throat> is going to be familiar with and probably have a favorite podcast. So when you put that in terms of your business, mm-hmm. start doing that math, Yep. thinking about maybe should my business have a podcast? Yeah. I'm not going to answer that question. Yes. <laughs> Don't answer it yet. And also, uh, podcasts, like actual podcasts just hit a million. So there's a lot of times those questions of like, is it too saturated? Is it, did I miss the boat? Well, when you compare that to a YouTube, uh, basically there are how many YouTube channels are over 10 million, I think, or over 8 million, something, something like that. So you compare that to 1 million podcasts. No, you're fine. You, it is, it is time to get in the game if your business should actually have a podcast. But before we get into all of that, we like to start out with something fun, right? So we what's do. that? Every week we like to start our show off with asking, what are you obsessed with this week? Right. Mm. What am I obsessed with this week? So Creative Church or CRTV, yeah. uh, they do some awesome, awesome stuff. So I want to give a shout out to uh, to Nick because I have really enjoyed, I'm in a Facebook group with them. And so for those of you that don't know, um, I do a lot of the creative stuff at our church. And so uh, I rely on this Facebook group and a lot of the resources and stuff in the community to help get inspiration, but mm-hmm. also, you know, contribute to that, uh, that whole community in general. So anyway, Nick over there has done a phenomenal job of cultivating that specifically that Facebook group. And man, I'm just in there, the design stuff, just the conversations that have been happening, uh, has been pretty cool. So it's by far my favorite Facebook group I'm in. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Nice. Because it's actually valuable. I yeah. feel like a lot of them have like a lot of fluff, but this is, or like people, complaining but this is like it's constantly valuable and it's really encouraging i love it 
Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. He's done a great job. You never see people like arguing. I mean, there's yeah. all kinds of, especially with church groups, man, people argue about doctrine all the time, and there's never that. It's pretty cool to uh, to see a group of creatives come together. And I think he's hitting close to 10,000 people yes. in that group now, which is crazy. So shout out, Nick. Yeah. You're an awesome, man. You did some, I think he did uh, something like creatives on the couch and did like a uh, Facebook Live every day of some new creative in the group. I mean, he's doing doing some really cool stuff. So big shout out to uh, to Nick. I've been pretty obsessed with with his content and all the stuff. So that's awesome. What about you, Lauren? What are you obsessed with? Well, I'm I kind of feel lame because I was wearing my shirt yesterday oh. and now I'm not. But my obsession is the Arkansas T-shirt Club by TC Screen Printing. Yes, our friends at TC. They have been on this podcast before. Um, but it is a T-shirt club of the month and so and all the designs are inspired um from featuring i guess graphics that represent arkansas mm-hmm. um and so it's really cool um get different designers it's it's really a lot of fun the designs have been really phenomenal and this is the crazy part it's 12 dollars a month ship to you yes which is crazy Yeah, that's just the wild part to me that's just so affordable um mm-hmm. and i've gotten some like really quality t-shirts my husband and i are both in the club um, so we can be Twinkies all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's been it's been a lot of fun um, to kind of get excited about when they post about the new shirt of the month. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I uh, I think, and you know, obviously, shout out to Tyler and that whole crew over there. They have uh, done pretty pretty cool stuff with putting this thing together. So mm-hmm. um, it's pretty awesome. So all right, hey, let's jump into should your business have a podcast? Woo! So Lauren, do you have a quote for us today? I have lots of quotes. Yeah, we love our quotes. Yes. All right, hit us Um, up. Okay, so kind of talking about what podcasts can offer. It says, from a consumer's, and this quote is from Statistia. (laughs) (laughs) So, from a consumer's point of view, there's just so much that podcasts can offer. From acquiring new knowledge to feeling inspired, there are plenty of reasons podcast listeners tune in. On the top of that list is education. Nearly three out of every four podcast consumers in the U.S. say they enjoy tuning into podcasts to learn new things and do so on a monthly basis. That aside, podcasts are also a form of entertainment and a source of news and inspiration for listeners. Yes. Um, I would say, so even even now, I was listening to Pat Flynn, friend of the show, Pat Flynn. He's been on before. Uh, I was listening to one of his episodes that he did with Buzzsprout, which is a hosting platform. Just talking about the difference since kind of the quarantine and the pandemic and how podcast listening has shifted. But news has been a big one and comedy has also Mm -hmm. been a big one. Um, But if you have an educational edutainment, I think is what they call it. Edutainment? Edutainment. So you're educating and also it's entertaining, which we hope our podcast is both of those. Right. But, uh, you know, those have risen as well rather than your just standard kind of business, you know, solo show style of, right. of podcasts. And so, um, yeah, so it's 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 definitely booming at the current moment and it's only going to rise from there. So, right. But. Right. And so when we're talking about can a business or business can a podcast help your business? One of the ways that we talk about podcasts being beneficial is that it basically helps a new and larger audience find you. Um, so how is that beneficial when you get a brand new and larger audience? 
Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's like the marketing dream right there, right? right? So uh, being able to actually have uh, a new audience or exposure to a new audience and serving them in a different way, I think, mm-hmm. is, is is super beneficial. We all know, uh, I'm trying to think of the actual like learning styles. You were a teacher before. Yeah. There's different types of learning, like kinesthetic and audi- auditory, visual. Right. Um, there's all kinds of different ways that people consume information. Um, but with that giving basically giving them access to your content in a different way in a different format i think is huge and so um you never know somebody might not read your blog mm-hmm. they would probably prefer to listen to it like myself yeah. um or watch something right and so there's a lot of different ways that people consume that and so you just giving being able to have access to that other audience giving them the uh, the content in the way that they want to consume it Actually, it was really interesting. I took a course in a school administration thing. (laughs) Anyways, and they were talking about when you're sending out really, really important information, you need to send that out in 11 different forms. Seriously. Yes, which is so many. It is so many. And that's crazy to think, but it's because people consume information in so many different ways. And if you've missed in one way, you can hit them with apparently 10 others, but it might be a little bit overkill. But I think that's where podcasts really kind of win because they're kind of hitting a different audience. Um, I'm definitely a more visual learner, but for a lot of people, those auditory learners, they love that they can multitask while listening to this information, learning new things or getting updated on the news um, or even just being inspired to go get, you know, open that business that you've always wanted to do mm-hmm. and everything. Um, and they're doing that while they're gardening, they're cooking, taking care of their kids or driving to work. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's, I mean, again, for me, I am in that that category because... You can do whatever you want while you're listening to a podcast. So if you are reading a blog, you have to be there reading with something in front of you or same with a video. You can listen to a video, but still it has the effect that it wants to pull you back into it. And a lot of times, even with me, I'm like, oh, I'll watch this video later. Like that's one of those things that I always do. And I hate it because I'm like, oh, I'll just well, with a podcast, I can be out working in the garage. I can be mowing the yard, walking the dog, all the things. It just gives your audience a different way to consume um, that content. Um, and I will say, I mean, especially, especially, you know, reaching, and we didn't really get into this too much, but um, Google is prioritizing, you know, especially the blogs that have way more ways for somebody to consume content. So they're now prioritizing, obviously, video, especially if it's hosting on YouTube, um, but also audio. It's showing, hey, will you put the time in, you know, into your blog to give basically every form of, of uh, content consumption ability on, on your actual blog. And so Google is going to see that and those web crawlers are going to see that and be able to, uh, to put your stuff at the top. So if we talk about SEO, mm-hmm. that is definitely a big one to get exposure to a new audience. So yeah. if you're just doing written word, consider doing audio and consider doing video, even if it's not a podcast or a YouTube video or something, like have those resources available on that blog. Dang. Yeah, I'm, bringing, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling feeling it now. We're, we're getting the, that Red Bull's kicking in and the there coffee and all the things. All together. <laughs> um, so when we're talking about like, can a podcast help your business? The first one that we say is like, you can get found by a much larger audience and a newer audience that maybe you've never tapped into before. So that's a, a great reason possibly using a podcast for your business. Yeah, absolutely. So the second one is building loyalty and trust. And I think that seems a little bit I don't know. Initially for me, when I hear that, I'm like, okay, (laughs) what's the big deal about that? But when you think about it, people aren't going to buy your product or whatever you're selling if they don't trust you. Yeah, Yeah. And so podcasts are an amazing way to build your credibility. So Brian, fill us in a little bit on how can 
podcast help you build your credibility? Well, Lauren loves this this statement that I make, oh but gosh. whenever you are listening to a podcast, it is a very, honestly, it's a very intimate moment gosh. because you're in their ears. And yeah. so it's just like music. I mean, um, we have, you know, when I was a kid, like headphones listening to music, it seemed more intense and it seemed like you were kind of in this other world. And so it's kind of the same with, with spoken word. Like that, that kind of brings you into a moment. If you're a good storyteller as well, um, you can obviously create a very strong connection with the person listening. And so... That's part of it. But uh, (laughs) I mean, also it goes back to the old principles of, you know, they need to know, like, and trust you before Mm -hmm. they'll purchase, before they become your customer. And so um, building that trust, building that connection, building that loyalty to show up, there's some credibility there um, because you're taking the time to actually put the content together, like what we're doing right now. Um, It is one of those things. It's like you are looked at as an expert. You're looked at as a go-to when it comes to this because, you know, it takes a lot to get in front of a microphone, right? And kind to be real and authentic, kind of like I've been today, right? Of being able to say, hey, I'm a person as well. This is not perfect, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm taking the time to actually put this content together. So, um, but I mean, there's a lot of times that we've talked about too of of interviewing maybe potential clients or interviewing other experts in in this category of being able to say, hey, you can trust me because I trust others who are experts. I'm not just the know-it-all. I'm referring on other people as well. And so there's a a lot to kind of unpack with that, but there's there's lots of ways that you can build that trust and authority um, with potential clients, customers, new audiences, whatever it is, and just serving them in general. If you have have that heart to serve that a lot of times is going to help you build that trust and loyalty too. Yes, I completely agree. Um, I think one of the things that's really beautiful about podcasts is we can claim so many things in our business that we're so great at this. We have so much knowledge. We've done this for 40 years, blah, blah. And podcasts can really help you prove that, um, Mm. not only by inviting experts to obviously fill in the gaps that maybe you have, but really to show your wealth of knowledge and to share that for free with your audience is what's really cool. And that builds credibility that you're like, I don't really have to, I don't know, put on this fancy charade. Like I can actually show you my knowledge and, and really be able to walk you through those things. And I think that's really amazing. And so I actually have a really cool quote. All right. From Forbes. Um, you can't demonstrate your credibility without sharing your expertise. And by sharing your expertise, you become helpful. You become valuable for your listeners, explained Stephen Wozner on his podcast, Onward Nation, a daily podcast for business owners. It's much more likely that you can then develop a business relationship from someone in your audience when you've established your credibility. Yes. Wow. That's... I guess that's why it's a Forbes quote. Yes. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, that that makes a ton of sense, especially being able to, I mean, you kind of teed it up with that, but um, you're giving a platform basically to talk about your knowledge and talk mm-hmm. about your expertise. And yeah. without it, I mean, not to be mean, but especially in a conversational setting, yeah. it doesn't sound like, hey, I'm this know-it-all, whatever. Like you can do it in a very authentic way. Again, serving your audience, serving your clients in that way. Um, but then also just... I'm telling you, how many times have we done this to where we feel like we know somebody we've never met because we've listened to them or we've seen them on TV or their YouTube channel or something like that? Imagine that connection and loyalty and trust that's already built in. If if they are consistently every single week hearing you, every single week seeing you, they see your your social posts, they see your blogs, they see all your stuff. Uh, when you reach out, a lot of times they already feel that connection with you rather than you just being um, an unfamiliar face. You know what I mean? And 
so that's why we, I mean, even at Go Rogue X, we talk about this, about putting a, a face with your brand because so many brands don't have faces. And a way to do that is through podcasting and video and social media. Um, but I mean, I think that's huge of being able to say, I'm an expert in this case, and you now know my face, and now you know my voice, and now you've heard me give you value, and so you automatically build that trust immediately right off the bat. Yeah. So one of the biggest questions I think we get um, as a video podcasting company is, how can I use a podcast to help my business get customers? Mm. And so it's one of the things that's a point is our third point for um, is that podcasts can help you get customers. So kind of walk us through this, Brian. How could you use a podcast to get more customers? Absolutely. Well, it has been proven by some of our clients already that that is how you can do it through a podcast um, by gaining this. So we talked about it, obviously building that trust and value and all of that up front. But another way is honestly making a genuine connection with somebody by having them on your podcast. Um, I think if you go into it with, hey, I want the only reason you're going to come on my podcast is because I want to sell to you, then that is definitely not a way to do it. But we always encourage our clients to, to have those guests on your show that you would love to work with because if they can bring the audience some value and you start uh, a, an actual organic relationship with them, a lot of times that can kind of blossom and over time rather than just a cold call, rather than just, you know, a cold email is even worse than that. You know what I mean? Like having them be able to even see if they're going to be a good fit for your company, like that would help you in general because there's, I, I'm going to say, I mean, I've been in sales for a long time and there's a lot of times you think, oh, this person is going to be great for our business or, you know, I would love to sell to them. And then you kind of get in the middle of that conversation or relationship and you're like, yeah, you're a different person than I thought you were. And maybe this is not a good fit. And so really kind of trialing them to be able to see if they're actually going to work well with your, what you're offering, your product, your service. But then, you know, it's almost like an interview. I mean, it is an interview, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Teeing it up. I mean, it it is a process to, uh, before you even get into that, that, uh, you know, solid relationship or solid sales process um, to kind of see if it's going to be a good fit. That's awesome. Okay. So here's the big question that we've been posing. Yes. Is overall, should your business start a podcast? We've listed Mm. some of those benefits is that you can get a larger audience, a newer audience. You can build loyalty and trust and you can actually get customers through that. But how do you decide if a podcast is right for your business? I would say, um, my joke is that everybody needs a podcast, but I would, I would say that that is, 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 is heavily true with, with a little bit of, of just, you know, maybe not every business does need a podcast and you kind of have to understand that from where your, where your target audience is, you know, if they're not somebody who, who typically would listen to, uh, to content or maybe you're just in a boring industry. And I say that loosely because we have had, you know, clients that have very boring industries that have been very successful because it's so niche. And so I would always say, Hey, try it. Everybody should try it first. Right. Um, I mean, I lean in, in the area of like maybe retail in general shouldn't, but if maybe you own a shop, a boutique, 
and your podcast has nothing to do with your boutique. Maybe it's just about promoting the community and promoting what's happening right now in your town. That in and of itself will help bring business to your boutique. Yes. You know, and so the podcast itself doesn't necessarily have to be tied to your business. Um, it's just a great soapbox for you to be able to get on and and help, um, you know, whatever your passion is and bring more attention, honestly, to you and your business. So um, I would say that, yes, not every business needs a podcast, but I've been wrong before. Yeah. And there is literally, we've talked about it before and hopefully have them on the show here soon. Uh, but the expert plumber, yes. right? Roger Wakefield. He talks about plumbing this is the most, I, in my mind is the most boring thing, but the dude has now like 30,000 YouTube subscribers. He's got a, a booming pocket. I mean, he's got all kinds of stuff that he's doing and it's about plumbing. Yeah. So, but you need to know stuff about plumbing. But you need to know stuff about plumbing. Everybody does. And honestly, those people that are in that industry want good quality content that they can learn from and go to one source. And that has helped his business. It's not even about his business, but it's helped his business, obviously, um, just boom. So, that's awesome. So, if you are interested in starting a podcast, one, we'd love to help you. Absolutely. But I think a question that people, um, ask is then how can people find us to start a podcast? How are people going to find my podcast? And I found this really interesting statistic that I wanted to bring up um, because I think we find stereotypically people think that they have to be in the top charts that you would see possibly in iTunes. Mm -hmm. um, they're like, I have to be in the top 100 for anyone to ever even find my podcast. And when I looked at the statistics of how people find podcasts, it was really enlightening. And it said that they ask on social media or through an online community 43% of the time when they're looking for a podcast. Almost half the time. Yeah. They're actually, that's what they're, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And then 23% of the time, they're directly asking someone they know. So just looking for a, a straight up referral from a friend or colleague. Um, only 6% of the time is through a podcast chart. And so I think it's something to really like, narrow in on the fact that if you do have a podcast, it's going to be through social media that they're going to find you. It's not going to be through top charts. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge because way back in the day when I first started podcasting, it was all about being in the new noteworthy section. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was a big deal. You got a new noteworthy, like people could, you have like that, that one shot to get out there. Yeah. But as it's progressed and as, as people have gotten more aware of podcasts and iTunes have changed up how they yeah. do things, which I'm glad they did because it shouldn't be based on that. It should be based on the actual quality of the content. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, there have been tons of podcasts that I listen to now because of referrals from friends and because of listening to a podcast and the guest was on there and they said, Hey, make sure you go check out their show. So guess what I did? No, go check out their show. Yeah. And then like, now I'm listening to their podcast. It's never when I'm scrolling through, I don't, I mean, I rarely do I ever just find a new podcast through there. It's usually from a <laughs> referral. Yeah. I mean, there's just too many nowadays oh, yeah, to be yeah. able just to scroll through and know from a lot of times from a podcast title what it even is oh yeah yeah so. <laughs> titles are terrible these days and even even yeah the names of the shows have been terrible because even the ones i love mm -hmm. they give no <laughs> you know, that, here's the deal we even you know shifted our our name of our show yeah. and to do marketing differently because we wanted to make sure that when you're looking at the at our our podcast artwork and everything we want you to know what our podcast is about <laughs> <laughs> right? More from the name than the artwork. <laughs> yes, that's true. Hey, give us some feedback on our uh, new artwork, by the way. We love to have fun around here. And it is it is definitely, we're doing marketing differently we by are. having we a crazy <laughs> podcast graphic. While you're there, make sure you leave a review for us too. So um, we, yeah, uh, but I, I, I agree. I mean, and so we always talk about, this is why 
I think we're different than most podcasting companies. Yeah. Um, you know, we edit podcasts, we help you strategize and, and what you should talk about and all those things. But we also create the content on the back end because mm-hmm. it's shared. We want to create shareable content that people will benefit from and also will expose your podcast to a new audience. Yeah. And so that is why through social media, through all the things, it's it's because people are saying, hey, you need to check this out. Hey, yeah. they answered this question. This is valuable for you, by the way. And make it easy for people to share that content that is only going to help you grow your podcast. I love those statistics because it's kind of like in the back of my mind. I've always thought that. And now you've been And validated. now <laughs> I have been validated and I'm so yeah. excited about that. But it goes back to when we were talking about like the 11 forms of communication that social media is going to be another one where um, it's going to take a while. I mean, we even looked at what was the statistic of uh, B2B business? Like, uh, it was 18. It was like so many pieces of content yeah. before they even consider going through your company. And so it's like, it's really important just to give your customer base a variety of different pieces of content um, so that they can really understand that you are um, a worthy company of their business. And so podcasting is a fantastic avenue to do that. And we would highly suggest you try it out. And for tips and tricks on how to do that, we are totally here for you. Please check out our blog, some of our podcast episodes, or just give us a call. We'd be happy to chat with you. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, this has been fantastic information. I'm so glad you pulled out all the quotes, Lauren. Fantastic quotes. I try. try. And I'm validated. So that's even better. (laughs) So uh, make sure that you guys share this with your friends. Make sure that you guys subscribe. If you can, please, that would help us. Uh, And hopefully we're creating value for you as well. So um, as well as we are on the voice press network. We don't talk about it a lot. And I'm so sorry to our friends of VoicePress, yes. uh, but you can go there to find some awesome podcasts, right? Um, the Look What I Did podcast, our friends Daniel and Aaron over there, they do a great podcast, just kind of exploring the community and looking at creatives in the in the community. Um, there's lots of podcasts to go there. So make sure you guys check out VoicePress. Um, and uh, yeah, I think this is this is great. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, we will see you guys next week with more tips, tricks, tools, all the things I messed up that intro up so badly. So, but Hey, thank you guys so much. Let's go. Let's do this. All right. Best Marvel movie. Best Marvel movie. I'm cycling through them all. Yes. Probably Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Really? Yeah. That I surprises it. me. Why? I don't know. I, I mean, don't... Iron Man was definitely good. I think because you're like a film dude. Yeah. That's our ice machine in the background. <laughs> you guys can't hear that. Can they hear that, Caleb? Could you hear the... Yeah. Oh. That's all right. We're gonna... This is rapid fire. It is rapid fire. No, um, just because I just, you're more of a film dude, so. I mean, yeah, I, I'm just thinking of like sheer just entertainment value. It is, good. It is pretty funny. And yeah. it's, it's, yeah, I do a lot. I'm a Chris Pratt fan, so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What about you? So mine is Captain America Winter Soldier. <sighs> I, 
Okay, Winter Soldier is Winter better. Soldier, not not the first I mean, one. When you said that first, I was just like, oh, it's so. No, Winter there's Soldier. a lot of cringe moments in that first it's one. It's really good. Yeah, Winter Soldier is good. Yeah, that was good. I'm gonna think about. I mean, Black Panther though was amazing. Now I'm like Super cycling good. through them all. I'm like, oh crap. Or yeah. even like Infinity War when it's like the very end of that. How shocking that was if you were in a theater. Yeah, I mean it was spoilers silent. by the way. Well, they're just going to know you're going to be really shocked. Really shocked. <laughs> Get ready to be shocked. Okay. Okay. All right. We're on a movie movie edition okay, here. Okay. 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 All right. Out of these six movies, only one can survive. The others will be deleted forever. Oh, gosh. All right. These are all from the same year. Okay. So Black Panther, <laughs> okay. A Quiet Place, A Star is Born, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Avengers Infinity War, and Incredibles 2. <laughs> okay, that last one. It's okay. <laughs> oh, thanks to our friends at BuzzFeed for this question. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to know, tag BuzzFeed in this one. <laughs> okay, um, I mean, for me, yeah, I mean, Black Panther again. But man, Into the Spider Verse, the soundtrack Deleted on that forever. I know it was so good. Spider Verse was so okay. When you talk about movie wise. The animation, the illustration, the soundtrack, the plot, everything about that, they did so good with that movie. So I'm going to say that's the one that we keep. The rest are deleted. Ever, every, I never saw A Star is Born, Affinity Award. I didn't. I mean, there's uh, the only one I have a reservation with is a Black, Pan- Black Panther, but also oh, Quiet Place was. Oh. I know it was good. All right, this is tough. Is that Spider Man? I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Caleb likes it. Okay. He approves. Caleb approves. That's all that matters. That's right. So I'm actually going to go with Infinity War for the reason I stated in the previous question. Oh, Just, I, I don't think I've been that shocked in a theater in a long time. Really? When it was like all your favorite characters just... Done and gone. But you knew they were coming back, though. I mean, you had to have had some. I mean, Maybe yeah. I live out of this different reality. I'm like, you live in a different reality. If, if now, I will say, if that would have been the the last one, I kind yeah. of, I guess, I, my wife nerds out a lot on this. Right, and we have several right. friends who have read the count. So it's kind of like I knew something else was coming, and it's a trilogy. So you're right. just kind of like, they have to redeem it somehow. Sure, but I mean, it was still shocking and all the things that happened through it. I don't know. I thought it was really good. Did you cry? No. When Spider-Man died. I can't. Mr. Stark. Did you just laugh in that? <laughs> because I didn't laugh. laugh. It was it it's was like that my was husband one of the more... when Dobby dies in Harry Potter, he thinks it's hysterical. I'm like, <laughs> you are cold hearted. Cold hearted. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So in our universe, <laughs> mine Avengers would live on and yours, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, which is a fantastic. Phenomenal movie. Phenomenal. I, you said Spider-Man and I was kind of like, well, that's gone. <laughs> if it's Homecoming or if it's some of the other ones. Now, these are all from 2018. That's the Tobey Maguire. Oh, gosh. As he's walking down the street. Oh, my gosh. It's the worst. <laughs> it is the worst. Emo I love Tobey Maguire, but man, that he's was. He's got to look back on that and just. Ooh. But the bad thing is a big movie at that time, too. Like, yeah. everybody went to see it because it was a good Spider-Man movie. But, man, he was a bad Spider-Man. Okay. Are we done? I Are we out? Done. Have we rambled enough? <laughs> and we're out. Listen, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.